0: You're listening to e-commerce marketing school presented by Privy and Suna. So back in March, I got a LinkedIn message from Zach France telling me he's a listener of e-commerce marketing school and that the show has really given him the confidence to start his brand, Wildland Coffee. They sell coffee for outdoorsy types. It's like coffee in a teabag. It's actually pretty cool. We'll, we'll link to them in the show notes. Go check them out. Anyways, we did some back and forth and I told Zach that when he hits his first 10,000 in sales, I'd love to have him on the show. Because one of the major themes over the last few years as e-commerce has exploded is that platforms like Shopify have reduced the complexity and cost of launching your store. But man, is it still freaking hard to grow a real business. So many founders never hit that 10K mark or even get to their first sale. So Zach's here today to walk us through the tactics of what he actually did to get to 10K. So Zach, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Ben. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So let's start with wildland. What are you what are you up to? How'd you get the idea?
1: Yeah. So I was living in Salt Lake and camping a lot with my wife. And I've been an entrepreneur my entire life. I started my first business when I was nine. So like seeing problems and thinking of solutions is just like who I am as a person. So I'm camping a lot. I'm using a French press to, to make my coffee. And I'm like, this is such a frustrating experience. You know, in a beautiful place, I'm in the middle of the woods and I'm having to deal with this like very annoying contraption basically. And I thought like, there's gotta be a better way to do this. And I'm sitting there like in my campsite, and I'm like, why does one just put coffee into like an oversized tea bag? Like that just seems to make so much sense. And so I like went home, I started like researching, like, has this even been done before? How would I go about doing this? I actually like bought some tea bags and I ground up coffee and I like tied them off and I like made, I made like a prototype and, and it actually turns out like there are companies that do like very similar products which to me was actually kind of a good thing because that meant that there were some co-packers available. But I felt like the other companies, I didn't feel like they were targeting the right industry. And I felt like their branding and their positioning was like really off. And so I thought, you know what, like there's only a couple and they're very small. So let's give it a go. Let's try this.
0: I love it. I mean, so we go camping every year a couple times. Even at home, I use a French press, and lately, I'm like, "Hey, what am I doing?" <laughs> like, so I love that this is focused on the outdoor experience because I can totally relate to that. But you know, totally think there's there's market even for at home. But that's awesome. So when did you actually get started with this?
1: So I, I started this company just about a year ago in March of 2021, and kind of went through like like a beta phase. But I, I like really started selling in June of last year, so you know, eight and a half months ago.
0: Amazing. So you've got a D to C component, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you just are about 10,000 in sales there. That's amazing. Yeah. You also have an Amazon component. Yep. And so 10K in direct sales. How's the Amazon side going?
1: Really good. We've done almost $45,000 in sales so far now.
0: Amazing. Amazing. So let's focus in on. Both of those, really, but maybe let's start with the the D 2 C side for a sec. So, like, take yep. us back to that moment where you switched your Shopify store from you know private mode to to public mode. Like, what did you do next?
1: So, one, it's it's like kind of a mix of like being really scared and like being excited all at the same time. And I'm a really big believer in just getting a, t- a ton of feedback on everything that I do. And so, what I did, and and I. I actually did this even like a little bit before launch is I hired a virtual assistant in the Philippines, which that can be a whole like podcast in and of its own. But I used this virtual assistant to actually message my connections on LinkedIn and like ask for feedback on my website. And the reason for that is like most people have never seen this type of product before. And so I wanted to gauge like, hey, does this make sense to you? Like, is this Am I making this easy enough for you to understand with like, you know, in two seconds, okay, this is what the product is for and this is who it's for. And so then when I did go live, I actually reached back out to those same people and offered them a discount if they said in my survey that they thought the product was cool.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: That's actually how I was generating like my first sale. So they, they weren't really like my friends and family. And some of them were like completely random LinkedIn connections who I don't even know at all. So that that's actually how I started to like get feedback and then generate my, my first sales.
0: See, what I love about that is like, it's so scrappy. But that's actually what it takes, you know, like whether you're D2C, you're SaaS or whatever kind of business it is, like, you don't just put up your website and like expect that people start buying the product. Like you got to kind of reach out to people, whether it's people in your network or, you know, in your case on on LinkedIn, like I, I love that. And, you know, through the survey, you had a built in customer base from anyone that actually was like, you know, piqued their curiosity.
1: Yeah. And I, I still have have a full-time job. I do software sales. And so I actually think like my background in sales, like really, like you actually uniquely positioned me to like become like a successful founder because it's just in my DNA to like go outbound to people as opposed to waiting for people to come to me. Yeah, And I really believe like when you're first starting, like, yeah, trying to get to like scale is like, okay, yeah, you have to get there eventually. But when you first start, like you're really acquiring literally one customer at a time it's like, I just want one more customer today. And how can you there's so many ways to do that outside of just spending thousands of dollars on Facebook?
0: We give a lot of good advice, or at least I, I think it's good advice on this podcast, but I think that's probably the best quote that's ever been uh, shared on on this podcast. I, I totally second that. I think if you can get to one customer, you know, what you did to get to one can get you to ten. Uh, Similar stuff can get you from ten to a hundred, and and that's that's exactly what you did. And I also love. It sounds like you know none of this early kind of uh, sales activity was a result of paid ads on Facebook or Google or anything, right?
1: No, I haven't spent one dollar on Facebook ads. Amazing, even to date. And eventually we'll do it, but I just know how big of a money pit that can be, especially like if you're like me and like I've I'm not a Facebook ads person, and I just don't have the budget to go and like hire, like, you know, hire a contractor or an agency. And I actually really think that the more constraints you have on you, the more creative you have to be. And then like, that's honestly, I think that's where like people come up with some of their like most genius ideas.
0: Totally. Yeah. When you have your back against the wall and you're trying to really figure something out. So that's awesome. So do you remember like when you got your first sale? Not the date, but like, do you remember like being like, oh man, you know, we're reaching out and these people actually made a purchase.
1: Yeah. It it is very like, holy shit. Like someone actually thinks that what I'm doing is cool. Like (laughs) they want to, they want to give me their $12, $12 or whatever the price, I don't remember what what the price point was, but like that money never seems so amazing. Like ever.
0: Yeah. I know the first sale, but it's such an important milestone.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's like such like a, it's like such a validator of like the business concept and everything you've done. And I think as like people go on in their business, they start to, and I'm I'm like super guilty of this. Like I stopped celebrating those like really small wins. And then because even at my stage, like, listen, I could fail tomorrow. Right. Like it's just the reality. I don't think I'm going to, but like that's the reality. And like, I think when you're like, you're really small, you celebrate a lot of the small wins. And that's like what keeps people going. That's what kept me going. And so it's just like, it's just cool to like think back and like remember like, hey, like I need to celebrate like every little thing that happens.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Cool, so you get your first sale. Sounds like it was through that like outboundy LinkedIn stuff on the network, awesome idea. And then was it that same stuff that got you to a thousand? I had seen something about an ambassador program too. Like what else were you doing there?
1: The LinkedIn stuff I think got me to like, maybe a thousand or like $1,500 in sales. That only goes so far. And then there's really two things that have gotten me. Well, I'll I'll say three. So one, I can't prove this in any way, but I do think that a strong Amazon presence leads to website sales. Um, And I, I, a lot of people kind of have those theories that people go on Amazon, they look at reviews and then they go to your website. Very hard to prove any love, like what that actually is though. So the other two things are my ambassador program and then PR. I'll talk about PR first. So I hired a PR person, I think, before I even got my first sale. And I, well, one, I I found someone who was amazing, works with, like, really small companies. And so she had, like, prices and packaging that, like, made sense for someone like myself. And if anyone wants an intro to that person, like, reach out to me. She's awesome. So I... Again, going back to my product, most people have never seen the product before, and there's an assumption that, like, when people see it, they often assume that it's going to be watery because it's like in a tea bag, and so they think, okay, tea bag or tea's watery, so the coffee in a tea bag must be watery. The reality is, it tastes just like a French press. So this kind of goes back to my strategic decision of not spending my money on Facebook because I don't know if Facebook ads. I don't think Facebook ads solves my problem, but I figured if I could get reputable people to talk about my product. Whether it's like a top 10 list, whether it's like just like a feature just about Wildland, I would be able to overcome those hesitancies of my potential customers. So she's been amazing to work with. Like, I think in the first quarter that we worked together, I think she got me into like 15 different articles. Like, I was on TV twice. So doing that, like, really boosted my sales and then my ambassador program too, where again, I I went outbound. I had my my virtual assistant target, I would call micro influencers, people with like three to 10,000 followers, I would offer them a sample. And then if they liked it, I would try to get them uh, enrolled in the master program where I would give them some free product. And then they would post, you know, a few times a month about me on their stories.
0: Smart. Yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of success stories with this micro influencer strategy. And then I also saw on your site that you offer a free sample pack, right? So that I thought was pretty unique because a lot of sites do maybe a free gift with purchase, but this looked like it was just legitimately like a free sample and you just cover shipping, right?
1: Yeah. So again, going back to the challenges of the product and the, and the newness, like I had to come up with a way that was viable to just try the product. And once you try it, like, I, th- I think you're going to love it. So I actually recently changed it. It used to be $3.50 for four samples. Now I, I introduce a new row, so now it's six fifty for three samples. But regardless, it's still a very low price point, and one of the reasons that I can do that is again I don't spend money on Facebook ads. So anyone going to my site, like it's not like completely free because you know I've got like my PR person, I've got like some some other things, but it's it's pennies on the dollar of what I would be spending if I was driving people to my website, you know, through other means.
0: Yeah. I think it's really smart. Also something that's really sticking with me as we chat through this is like, I've always thought of Amazon as a great distribution channel. And like, you know, you get the sale, but you pay a cut or whatever to Amazon. Uh, but the idea of that as like an awareness channel, I know you can't prove that I think is is fascinating too.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, that's it's like for me, that's more of like a side benefit, yeah. truthfully. I'm a big believer that I want to be wherever my customers are. And like, if they want to buy me on Amazon, go buy me on Amazon. If you want to buy me on, on my website, buy me on my website. I even tell people when I talk to them, like, I do farmers markets, they're like, where can I buy you? I'm like, you can buy me on Amazon. You can buy me on my website, like, whatever works for you. But Amazon is just like, it's like such a different beast. But I think if you're not on Amazon, it's like, you better have a, good, a really good reason like, to not be there.
0: <laughs> totally agree. So on Amazon, like, how are people finding you? Are they searching coffee tea bags? Are they, or are they searching like Wildland?
1: Now there's obviously more people searching Wildland, but truthfully, not like that, that many. But there, there are definitely are people using that exact search term. So when I first launched on Amazon, we were trying to go after a lot of different coffee keywords. So if you think of coffee, there's there's kind of like three buckets. There's like coffee, you know, in a just in a 12-ounce bag, right, that you're going to make in your espresso, your French press. Then you have single serve, Keurig, Nespresso, basically, and then you've got instant. Wildland is kind of in the middle of all three of those because we are literally ground coffee. We are a single serve, and we are as easy as instant coffee. We're none of those, but we're all of those at the same time. So initially, we were trying to go after, with our PPC, trying to go after keywords in all those different buckets and we realized that like our profitability was just trash on basically everything besides for when people were searching for like camping coffee coffee in a tea bag you know single serve bag like those very specific keywords and so now like our amazon presence is is much healthier than it was when we first launched our revenue is slightly lower we're like breaking even or just about breaking even as opposed to, you know, burning like two or $3,000 a month. And it's a much better fit customer. We're much more targeted. Now the downside of that is because a lot of people aren't searching for this product and Amazon is, you know, it's obviously very, like it's keyword driven, but also when people go to Amazon, they're not necessarily like trying to discover things. It's not a discovery platform. It is a, I have this thing in mind and I'm looking for a brand, but they're not like, hey, let me go look for just for new coffee things on Amazon today. So that was kind of the realization that, you know, Amazon's probably not going to be like an amazing channel for us. It's going to be a good channel, but it's not going to be like, you know, millions of dollars a year for us in the immediate future.
0: Yeah, but it sounds like it's it's roughly 4X direct to consumer and yeah. perhaps helping get the name out and find Correct. really good fit customers. I, I think that's that's an amazing... A uh, little nugget, a lot, a lot of good stuff here. So, sounds like year one was was really solid for you, especially given this is this is not your full time job; uh, it's on the side. So, congrats on a, an amazing first year! Like, what's next? You know, uh, for Wildman.
1: Yeah, I mean, our our goal this year is to is to do a uh, a couple hundred thousand in revenue. So that's kind of our our top line goal. But really, like one of the things again, thinking very creatively. Oh, I got another tip. I got to throw this in. So one thing that I started to do was I started to do giveaways in Facebook groups. So there's like millions of Facebook groups. And if you have a, a product that is like pretty targeted, you can go on, join Facebook groups that are like in your target.
0: Like camping Facebook groups. That's yeah. A, like yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: So just within like outdoor, like think of like camping, hiking, backpacking, snowmobiling, you know, surfing, like the, there's so many of these like sub niches within the outdoors. So we joined the Facebook group. And this is like really important message, the moderator and be like, Hey, I'm a new company. I want to do a giveaway. Cause they don't a lot of these groups. Like if you post like something spammy, they'll just delete you. If you approach them, a lot of them will say yes. Um, and play kind of that like founder story. Right. So we've been doing these like Facebook, giveaways. I think we've done like three or 400 so far. And now what we do is we do like quarterly giveaways in a lot of these groups. And when I launched that $3 and 50 cent sample, so we went from acquiring like 50 customers in December to like 200, I think in January. And almost all of those were from Facebook groups.
0: And so like the actual mechanics of the giveaway, cause this is a great play for people listening is what? Like in the group, the moderator approves and it's like, hey, enter to win
1: sort of thing. Yeah. So what we do is, and if anyone like reaches out or I can put it in the show notes or something, like the first line is like free coffee giveaway. It's moderator approved. And then we talk like two sentences about the company and then it's, and then to enter people just comment, like if it's a hiking group, like comment your favorite hike, something insanely easy. And then we put a picture and then, you know, we got, we we put like a cool picture of, of the product as well. So people can kind of get like an idea, And then we run it for like three or four days. And what I noticed is when I first started doing it, it was like tag three friends. And it was too difficult. And the Facebook's algorithm, like the more people that comment on it, it shows it to more people. So the goal is just to like get the giveaway in front of more people. And now we have like, you know, 100 or I mean, in bigger ones, like 100 or 130 people entering. And it's been a very good customer acquisition kind of play. Amazing.
0: Amazing. Zach, so many good nuggets here. If you're listening and you haven't hit your first sale, I think you've got like five ideas on how to roll up your sleeves and and get it done. So Zach, thanks so much for joining us today. And and, it sounds like a great first year. Excited to see where you go this year.
1: Yeah. Thanks, man. See ya.